You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. I imagine you've been having one hell of a November. It's definitely a time of intense transformation whenever we're in the Scorpio season. We also went through the eclipse portal, which ushers in all kinds of quick change that can sometimes be overwhelming and hard to adapt to and bring up all kinds of intense emotions and change situations swiftly. So I hope that you've got some balance back now and we've got Mercury and Venus having moved into Sagittarius last week, which is wonderful because it it shifts the energy from that deep, intense Scorpio energy into a much lighter open-minded, open to new opportunity, Sagittarian philosophical kind of energy. It's much lighter, more buoyant. The 15th is when Venus moved into Sag, and then on the 17th, Mercury moved into Sagittarius. So you might have noticed that you feel a little lighter and a little better about things and are able to kind of be more philosophical and like, oh, I get why this happened. There's a reason for this. There's a reason for everything. And that's very Sagittarius thinking. So enjoy, because it's a lot easier, I think, than, than the deep, dark depths we go through when traveling through Scorpio energy. And of course, we were dealing with the Mars and Neptune square, which is super confusing. It can be like one minute you're like all gung-ho and you, you're clear and you see what you're doing with the Mars energy, but then the next minute you're confused and exhausted and don't know what the hell you're doing because of the Neptunian energy. So just trust that there's some sort of process of dissolving going on, change through dissolution. That's what Neptune will do. It sort of like erodes reality. So you can't really put your finger on what's happening until you look back and go, oh yeah, like I could see how that was all unfolding. It's not overly comforting when you're in the middle of it and you're like confused about things that are going on or are just feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. That can be the problem. And then also with Mars in Gemini, it's very scattered energy, right? There's there's a, a real, um, like a lot of things are happening. A lot of information is coming in. A lot of like things trying to connect instead of just like gung-hoing it forward like Mars enjoys doing. So if you can take that energy and use it to, like maybe that's exactly what you need to do is use the Mars energy to gather a lot of little pieces and understand a lot of little pieces. And then let the Neptune any, Neptunian energy that's around just like take with it what it will like it, it can wash away the past and wash in new futures so that's one way to look at it kind of not being in a rush is also a great idea too is, is to the best of your ability being calm and reflective as much as you can when when this energy is at play because it can be a lot for our our little selves to go through on this earth plane excitingly we have this really beautiful, beautiful new moon in, just flipping my page here, we have a really beautiful new moon in Sagittarius. And it really is like, whew, what a relief. And it's right after the sun goes into Sagittarius on the 22nd. And then the 23rd, which is just a lovely number two, 
we have this new moon in Sag at 2.57 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So make sure that you are tuning into this opportunity because it is really lovely energy. We've got a trine from the moon to Neptune, a sextile to Pluto, which is very supportive. There are opportunities. There's some kind of opportunity perhaps to like transform yourself and also to maybe make some art out of it or some sort of like magical dream come true because of of the opportunity and the, the things that are coming towards you. So Jupiter will also be squaring this moon or not squaring, trining, squaring. That would take the whole energy in a whole new direction. But the trine, again, is like a blessing or an opportunity Jupiter goes direct that day. There's a very buoyant, hopeful, open-hearted, open-minded, enthusiastic energy there for us to tap into. So it can help lift us out of difficult places that we may have been. And that is just such a blessing. Jupiter really does want us to have the good things in life and be fortunate and be blessed and abundant and wise and all these sort of wonderful characteristics can we can tap into that with the Jupiter energy so for this new moon with Sagittarius if you need to begin some kind of new study that's a really great thing to do maybe there's some sort of connection to foreign cultures that you could be involved with travel if it's possible things that that really expand your horizon is very um, Sagittarian and it's also like figuring out what you believe. What are my beliefs about this? What, what, do, I, what do I feel is true? Because it, it's a truth-seeking energy. It should be very good for truth to come up, for it to rise from the dark depths into the light of day. So if you need to speak your truth or you want to find out the truth or anything related to the truth, the Sagittarian energy is super supportive of that. And it's helpful to be in the vibration of truth. It's, it's a much lighter, even if the truth hurts or it's hard or it pisses you off or whatever it can do, once you've, you've got that, it sets you free. It's just so true. The Sagittarian energy loves to grow. It really does. So if you've got some growing to do, which of course we all do because that's what we're here for, now is a time when you could maybe really enjoy the growing rather than being like shell-shocked by whatever has come up that is forcing you to grow. It's also right after that new moon, we have a trine with Chiron and very supportive. It's with Mercury and then on the 25th, it's with the trine is with to Chiron from Venus, which is so supportive of our healing. So whatever might be coming up right now, it's probably from the deep, dark depths. And and probably you're already familiar with it. It's not going to shock you. You've already been dealing with it for the last month or more. It'll help you to, like, understand what you've gone through and, and realize the importance of feeling your feelings and, and letting, you know, yourself go through difficult emotions and knowing that you can trust yourself to hold the space that you need so that you can do the healing and the growing and the things that you want to become your true and total self. Chiron really can take us through the ringer and put us in touch with some pretty painful emotional experiences, which we all have. And our, our lesson in that is that 
we are here for ourselves now and we can be there to help our own selves heal. We're, we're not alone. Whatever we couldn't get from this big dark world sometimes, we are equipped with the seeds of what we need inside ourselves. So Chiron helps us if we can look at it that way whenever we're going through something difficult or humiliating or whatever it is you're experiencing, just know that it's for your greater good and clearing out these difficult emotions is super important for your growth and for you to alchemize the the pain and the suffering that's stuck inside of you into something that can be helpful and healing to others. So you're with Chiron, you're either you know, in the middle of being wounded, a healer or healing. So we're all kind of experiencing that. But with the trine energy from Mercury and Venus, I really believe we're being so supported with this. So rather than it being painful, it's like, oh, what a blessing. What a blessing all this confusion or suffering or pain was because now I see and now I understand who I was becoming and that sort of thing. So we've got lots of, it's a really good week. It's a, it's a like one of the best weeks we've had in ages. On the Monday before, we've got a really lovely Venus-Mercury conjunction, and that can help us really get in touch with our, like what we want to create. Figure out what you want to create for when the moon come, the new moon comes on the 23rd, then you can plant the seeds and you can put forth what you want the future to hold to the universe so that you start vibrating on that level. And remember, we're super powerful. We have amazing minds. We can we can take something and we can put it to our favor, like just with the right thinking and not allowing yourself to go too far down the rabbit hole of the wrong thinking, which is very easy to do. Very easy. But it's also not so hard to get a hold of yourself and input the thoughts that you need so that you can succeed or achieve what you want. With all this growing energy, you should be able to quite clearly identify where you might be holding yourself back, which you don't want to do. I mean, you might want to do it, but it's always better to grow. And now's the time for growing with the Sagittarian energy. On the 28th, which is Monday, a week after the, well, it's not quite a week after the new moon, there is a Mars trine Saturn energy that is quite powerful for accomplishing your goals. It's the air energy. So if you need to remember things, you need to like something to do with your intellect or your mental processes will be very supported here. And you'll be able to see quite clearly what you want to achieve. So it's a great time for making lists and for checking things off the list, for knowing what you need to do. Saturn is quite this big picture goal and this this little picture details together to accomplish your goal and that is how all oppositions are it's never this or that it's both so keep that in mind going into the week of November 28th heading up to December holy cow it's going so fast so then we have a really big day I would say on Thursday the 1st which the moon, it's fast though. It's like quickly, swiftly moving energy. So that's good because it might be, could be a bit of a challenge of a day. But it's with the moon squaring Mars, then squaring Venus, then squaring Mercury, and, and Mercury squaring Neptune. A lot of jargon, a lot of information. It'll just be like maybe emotionally, you won't be tied into or, or like 
you won't be what's what would be the word like there's discordance what you need emotionally and what's being required of you mentally and like connect connecting in relationships is going to be at odds with each other so maybe you're super busy and you need alone time but you just can't figure that out wherever there's squares there's growth and sometimes it's really difficult growth and really hard to kind of process but oftentimes too it's like you look back and think holy cow I'm so strong I can like trust myself I I get what's going on so keep that in mind on the first December 1st the square between Neptune and Mercury can cause again this like kind of confusion this not really understanding what you're doing, being tired or confused and feeling muddled in your head. So just know that that's temporary and things are moving quickly and that will pass. So don't don't like freak out. Just know that your your clear senses will come back soon. Maybe you just need rest or music or staring at the clouds or something that will allow you to disengage in in a linear fashion because Neptune is like completely unlinear. It is so confusing and in a way magical I guess that you can't even explain it a lot of the time and when you try it just never goes all that well so that's the kind of energy Neptune is but there is a lovely sextile between Venus and Saturn that day and the moon will be conjuncting Jupiter so as it moves through the day things are going to get progressively better and you're going to feel more confident and that like know what your values are know what you can create know what you're capable of you have confidence in yourself just let yourself know that you're on your team and that you are there for you and that should be all you need to engage whatever you need to create whatever you want confused or going in different directions mars is in gemini mercury is in sagittarius so the mars gemini energy is really kind of um scattered and stuck in this like having to accomplish these little goals these little tasks perhaps or information whereas the mercury and sagittarius is like oh like big picture let's do it this way i want to deal with the big picture so there's this need to synthesize which is exactly what oppositions are for this big picture goal and this this little picture details together to accomplish your goal and that is how all oppositions are. It's never this or that. It's both. So keep that in mind going into the week of November 28th. Heading up to December. Holy cow, it's going so fast. So then we have a really big day, I would say, on Thursday the 1st, which the moon, it's fast though. It's like quickly, swiftly moving energy. So that's good because it might be could be a bit of a challenge of a day but it's with the moon squaring mars then squaring venus then squaring mercury and and mercury squaring neptune a lot of jargon a lot of information it'll just be like maybe emotionally you won't be tied into or or like you won't be what's what would be the word like there's discordance what you need emotionally and what's being required of you mentally and like connect connecting in relationships is going to be at odds with each other so maybe you're super busy and you need alone time but you just can't figure that out wherever there's squares there's growth and sometimes it's really difficult growth 
and really hard to kind of process. But oftentimes, too, it's like you look back and think, holy cow, I'm so strong. I can, like, trust myself. I, I get what's going on. So keep that in mind on the 1st, December 1st. The square between Neptune and Mercury can cause, the, again, this, like, kind of confusion, this not really understanding what you're doing, being tired or confused and feeling muddled in your head. So just know that that's temporary and things are moving quickly and that will pass. So don't don't like freak out. Just know that your your clear senses will come back soon and that, you know, maybe you just need rest or music or staring at the clouds or something that will allow you to disengage in in a linear fashion because Neptune is like completely unlinear it is so confusing and in a way magical I guess that you can't even explain it a lot of the time and when you try it just never goes all that well so that's the kind of energy Neptune is but there is a lovely sextile between Venus and Saturn that day and the moon will be conjuncting Jupiter so as it moves through the day things are going to get progressively better and you're going to feel more confident and that like know what your values are know what you can create know what you're capable of you have confidence in yourself just let yourself know that you're on your team and that you are there for you and that should be all you need to engage whatever you need to create whatever you want that's so true uh going up to friday that's gonna be like a relief there's a trine between the sun and the moon and that's it which is like yay that's lovely. Saturday, again, a busy day, and Neptune goes direct. That should help lift some of the confusion that we're under, or like at least make you understand the confusion that you might have been experiencing. Saturday the 3rd is really a lovely day. There's a lot going on. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's one aspect between Venus and Neptune on Saturday the 3rd that could be challenging again with that weird confusing energy like what what am I doing what what does this mean I don't understand just trust I think that that's an important thing to know that trust that you're getting where you want to go and Neptune going direct is will help I think lift the fog a little help you see the magic that's been going on behind the scenes and then there is a lovely trine between the sun and Chiron there for your greater good to help you heal. So it helps you get in touch with your like purpose and heal what you need to heal in order to fulfill your purpose. And it's important. Like you want to fulfill your purpose, right? I mean, there's a purpose for all of us to be here. It doesn't have to be like fantastical or massive or it can sometimes be so simple like you know, discovering your independence or growing a garden. Like it doesn't have to be something so spectacular. It can sometimes be so humble that, and it just brings you the most wonderful happiness. So keep that in mind. The Sagittarius moon on the 24th, the new moon, the new moon, is it the 23rd? It's the 23rd. The Sagittarius new moon on the 23rd is really lovely and I do hope that you can like take advantage of everything that you can with that energy it's a really good time to make it clear to yourself make a plan write it down philosophize like figure out what you believe and how you can use that to your advantage and also the advantage of of your loved ones and and the people that that 
li- the lives in, and also an advantage to the people whose lives you touch. It's, it's a really benevolent, lovely, lovely energy. And what a relief after all this really stressful energy that we've been under for a really long time. It's, it's pretty intense, and it has been. And so hopefully you got through the, I'm sure you did, you got through the eclipse portal and made it to the other side and are a new person on some level. New things are happening. Things are transformed. Even sometimes it's literally just like a realization that you had that helps to change the reality and, and helps to change your perspective, which changes the reality that you're looking at. So keep that in mind if, if you've been going through a tough time. But I bet that you're feeling better now and things are better and you have like a more hopeful perspective because stuff's moving into Sagittarius. The sun will be there on the 22nd. And that is such a relief because, wow, Scorpio. And I have a Scorpio moon, so I usually really... <laughs> it's, it really takes me through the ringer generally the Scorpio season so I'm excited for all the Sagittarian energy and I do want to make an announcement that I'm going to put the Everyday Astrology podcast on hiatus until probably I'm thinking March possibly February if things go well but I found myself with this unexpected opportunity to take this course well, actually, I got a job unexpectedly and as a weather observer. And because what astrology, you know, aficionado isn't looking at the sky all the time. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. So I fired off kind of a cover letter and I, un- I got the job unexpectedly. And this job required me to be sent away for six weeks to be trained. And the training, I'm like halfway through right now, and it's intense. I don't think I've ever had to learn or memorize this fast or this much information in my entire life and the first week was an absolute shock and I had no idea it was right during the eclipse portal that this all went down and I'm definitely learning to respect the unexpected because it's an amazing opportunity and they've sent me to this this like training center that's state-of-the-art this beautiful I just can't even describe it. It's like this giant sort of on-land cruise ship where they feed you buffet-style three times a day. And my room has this amazing view of the clouds and the river. And it's fabulous. On the other end of it, I'm like thrown into this, paradoxically, I'm thrown into this learning situation that is absolutely overwhelming and brought up all kinds of stuff that happened to me as a child in school. And feelings of inadequacy and not being able to catch on fast enough. And it's been a very overwhelming journey. And I'm being extremely well fed, which might not be so good in the long run. But I have three weeks left to go. And then I have to kind of do the actual on the job stuff. And it's very overwhelming. And I'm having a hard time to keep up with anything that has to do with astrology as well as do this. But I imagine that's only as I'm learning because it's it's this huge learning curve right now. But I think once I'm settled into what I'm doing, my new role, I will be able to pick back up with astrology and like move on and probably even be better at it after putting my brain through all of this. The weather observation is super cool on many levels and it's extraordinarily like important and critical for all kinds of things. So if I don't 
get the information in correctly, I like it, you know, lives are on the line. It's it's quite an important thing. So I just thought it would be best if I backed away from the astrology so that I can get this into my system. <laughs> All this new language that I'm learning as a weather observer. And there's it's interesting because in a way it is like astrology in that astrology is this language that you learn to communicate these ideas. And the weather observation is is very similar. Like they've broken down every single little thing that could go on in that sky and turned it into language and codes that you trans like you transmit. And 135 different countries around the world are using the exact same language. So it's quite interesting in that regard, but it's also sort of like an isolated language like the astrology is. Like I can, you know, talk up an astrology storm, but most people don't understand what I'm talking about. So interesting, I've found myself another language that no one will understand. So I just wanted to give everybody a heads up about that. I haven't been able to, like, fulfill my duties as much as I would like to in the last little while because of everything that's going on. It's been a very crazy year. And I do hope you'll come back and listen to the podcast again next year when I'm back at it. It's really actually an ending kind of of things right now in we, we're going to be going into Mercury retrograde again. So it's really all of us are in the same sort of phase. We're finishing and beginning essentially. There's a new foundation being laid on the end of, of other things. So keep that in mind when you're going through the next few months and I will keep you in my heart and I hope you do come back to listen when I'm back, which isn't going to be that long and hopefully by then I'll be through all of this and I'll be settled and be able to focus back again on astrology, which I love and I hope you love too. Happy New Year to you. Enjoy the Sagittarius season. It's, it's kind of a lovely season. And I will see you again in the new year in the spring. Many blessings. Thanks for listening.